And to the first one, I'd say in the U.S. right now, there are tens of millions of small businesses for sale that will never sell. And, and I tell a story about my Uncle Eb, who had a small business that was exactly that, um, that he closed down, which, by the way, costs you money, as opposed to selling, because he had no idea his business was sellable. Um, like many businesses that I had before I did this, I shut down instead of selling them. I didn't even realize that, even though I was in finance. And then to the second group, I'd say, you start with a small business that probably isn't the greatest business for you to own long term, but businesses are like real estate. You can turn around and sell them after you get in the game. But I think of these businesses, I call them gateway drug businesses. They're, they're the, once you learn how to do a deal, you'll, you'll never see the world the same again. It will change your entire perspective on everything. You will walk in everywhere and you will realize that business is full of masochists like you and me who do this despite it being awful many times, but we love it in some way. But at some point, we're going to want to sell our thing and move on to the next. And so everywhere around you right now, wherever you are, somebody sitting next to you wants to sell their business. And what if you could figure out how to buy that business, put in an operator in it, and then do it again and again and again? And that's the only difference between you and Warren Buffett or Blackstone or these big, huge companies. Is it important to have competence in the area and the industry that you're trying to buy these small businesses in in your point of view? Not really, no. Not at all. But it now, helps, right? Oh, of course it helps. Um, more important than anything is it's sort of like real estate. It's really about the deal. Can you understand, can you read a balance sheet? Can you understand profit and loss, which is not that difficult to understand? And then can you figure out how to get to the person that can get you answers? So for instance, I didn't know anything about laundromats, but I knew a guy who knew laundromats. Um, often what I tell people these days is I'm a, I'm more old school. Like I would go knock on doors and I would shake business owners' hands. But uh, you could also go to Reddit where there are uh, platforms with 100,000 electricians on them. And so if you wanted to buy an HVAC company, which was which is like heating, uh, air conditioning, and, and often electric electricity, um, I would go on there and I would try to find electricians in my local area and I would ask them questions and I would pay them for an hour consult to figure out how to run this business. I think we forget in this day and age how easy it is to get the information that we want. And so we listen to the fear of the fact that we don't know what we're doing. And I actually think that's irrational. Uh, I think... It's really easy for somebody to tell you why things won't work. It's actually quite hard to convince somebody that they're capable of doing something. What if I don't have 100K? You had 100K, right? Yeah. Say I'm working a job. I've saved up only $5,000. Yeah. Well, I've bought a business for $3,000. I've bought a business for $8,000. And I've bought many, many, many businesses for $0. And and I'm not saying this in a way that's clickbaity. Do, will you go out right now, talk to somebody tomorrow and be able to buy a business for $0? Like you're going to need to do a little work. Um, just on the structuring of the deal, right? Just on the structuring so, of the deal. So they get paid on performance. Exactly. Or they get paid on what's called seller financing. Mm -hmm. So these, you know, you can go and most businesses, most small businesses below $10 million in revenue 60% of them sell with some component of seller financing, which just means if, let's say, you know, somebody manages your property here. Let's say that that property manager makes 100K a year profit. They want to sell their business. You're a terrible tenant that can't handle it anymore. <laughs> and they sell that business. They want to sell that business typically for 2 to 5X profit. That's what these small businesses go for. And the, the typically there aren't enough buyers. Like there's not a bunch of people running around trying to buy property management companies. So what do they do instead? Well, you would come to them and say, all right, I'll buy out your property management company, but 
you're going to be my loan. I'm going to pay you a percent interest rate, plus uh, I'm going to defer your tax burden. So you pay less in taxes. Nobody likes that. And uh, and I'm going to buy the business by giving you $300,000 with, uh, you know, over five years, right? So I'm going to keep a percentage of the profits and I'm going to give the rest to you. And it's not really that complex. It's really what happened in real estate before we had Zillow and Redfin and all of these sites that made it super normalized to sell real estate. The as you said a second ago, the real key here is knowing the art of the possible as it relates to deals, the way you construct your deals so that um, you win. Yeah, 100%. Basically. Well, and, and the, the I think the truth of deal making that people forget about is that it is one of the very few things where it's never a zero sum game. Yeah. So if I go to sell a stock, I hope that when I sold the stock, I sold at the right time and you bought at the wrong time, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what we hope. In buying and selling small businesses, that doesn't have to be the case. You know, I could buy, I could sell my property management company to you. You could pay me 3x profits. And I could say, but if the company increases revenue by X amount, which I think it will with these tweaks, and I kind of help you a little bit, how about you pay me 400000 instead of 300000 And you would go, great. If you hit those metrics, no problem. That'd be an awesome deal for me. So there's plenty of ways to make sure it's a win-win. But to your point, this is why people are poor because nobody teaches us the language of deals. And if somebody taught us not how to negotiate our salary, that's fine, but how to negotiate for equity and ownership, the world would look a whole lot different. But that's not in the big picture's incentive. It's really good for the little guy, not so good for the big guy. 